What's up, aliens? It's Big Al. Welcome to another Dumb Sports Empire packed, just jam-packed show tonight. I did a full 33 minutes on the Bucks, um, winning the NBA Finals last Friday, so I'm coming out here. Got a week's worth of stuff to catch up on. We've got Olympics. We've got NFL training camp. We've got college basketball, college football, sorry. Packed show. Let's get into it. I'm excited. We got a lot of stuff going on. I was sitting probably Friday morning, the day of the opening ceremonies, the Olympics, I was sitting there, a lot of stuff going on. Everything's coming about, about the cardboard beds. And if you don't, if you haven't heard the cardboard, um, the beds in the Olympic village are made out of cardboard bed sets, bed frames. I don't know what they're called. I'm a guy. I didn't have a bed frame until I got married, but they had cardboard bed frames. And then Everything starts piling up on top of each other. You start thinking like, oh my God, no fans, cardboard bed frames, Michael Phelps is gone, Usain Bolt is gone, do the Olympics kind of suck? And I sat there and I thought, there's no way. I loved watching the Olympics as a kid. I loved watching the United States compete. I loved just superstars going balls to the wall for their one opportunity every four years. I loved the Phelpses, the Usain Bolts. Um, I loved those athletes. And even with them gone, even with cardboard bed frames, even with no fans in the stands, no families to support these athletes, I think we're going to have a good show here. We've got like three, three and a half weeks full of sports. We've got a ton of different stuff going on. I mean, it's all still really entertaining. Let's not lose sight of the fact that the Olympics are still the elite of the elite in the world. The best athletes in the world, like by far. Except for NFL football players, those are the best athletes in the world. <clears throat> but you have so much athleticism just piled into one city in Tokyo. And who do they send to cover that? They send freaking Steve Kornacki out there with his stupid ass khaki pants sitting there breaking everything down on his 60-inch touchscreen, flat-screen TV. Steve Kornacki, the guy that covered the election on his TV. Oh, if this red state falls, if this red county falls, then uh, Biden wins the election. This Jagoff, who is owned by NBC, I guess, put him on Sunday Night Football too, breaking down everything, and then they threw him at the Olympics. He actually had some good information, but he's just such a dork. Steve Kornacki has to be like the biggest dork in Tokyo right now. Sitting there with his khakis and his rolled up shirt and tie. Oh, the United States uh, women dominated medals last uh, Olympics in Rio. It's good information, but the guy is just such a dork. It's hard to listen to anything he says. Steve Kornacki is out there trying to do the Lord's work in Tokyo. Keeping us all updated on stats for the Olympics. But... Even though I thought the Olympics might suck and the bed frames and Steve Kornacki being there, the first couple of days have kind of been terrible for the United States. Basketball lost this morning to France. And Katie Ledecky just lost in her 400 meter, 400 meter freestyle to a 20-year-old Australian chick. Skateboarding. The freaking sport invented in the United States, dominated in the United States, 
every freaking great skateboarder besides like Bucky Lassick has been from the United States and we bronze in skateboarding. Oh my God. Basketball, Ledecky losing, skateboarding, bronze. Simone Biles didn't even look that great. She In the overall, she got the most points still, but she didn't look that great. And it was funny watching her because she would go do her routine. And then when she got back to, to her teammates, they didn't touch her. It was weird. It was like a pitcher throwing a perfect game in baseball. Don't touch him. Don't talk to him. Let him sit there and stay focused. After the game, you give him a high five. You tell him, great job. But don't touch the freaking guy. That's what Simone Biles looked like coming off of. I forgot. This is the first event. The floor routine, maybe. She came off the floor routine, and no one touched her. No one said shit to her. She just like went and sat on the bench. I was like... <laughs> maybe it's because she messed up when she landed on one of her things she landed on a triple backflip something i'll never be able to do so let's get that out there right now I'll, I'll talk about simone biles but i'll never be able to do what she does just for anyone that was curious or wondering or anyone that wanted to say well you could never do that <clears throat> yeah no shit i'm 265 i could never ever do that just getting that out there right now and she comes back she does a triple backflip bounces off the not even out of bounds on the mat. She bounces off the mat completely and then jumps back up. Still has the best overall score of the day, which is insane. She's definitely the gymnastics goat. She's incredible. She needs to find it though. If she's going to, if she's going to win gold and all around again, she needs to find it. Cause she didn't look her best today and she, yet she's still beating everyone, which is insane. Something else I noticed when watching the gymnastics team was, the Russian Olympic Committee. Now, this is a wild ride. This is going to be a crazy story. The Russian Olympic Committee has to be the dumbest shit of all time. So, as you know, back in, I want to say it was Rio or it was before or it was the Winter Olympics or something, um, Russia was doping. And surprise, surprise, the former Soviet Union was running a state funded doping olympic doping like program i guess where they were doping athletes they were i don't know steroids whatever it is doping is performance enhancing drugs so they're creating better athletes through drugs somehow they still have people at the olympics now i read and i dug into this just so i could be a better source of information for the many, many people that listen to this podcast, but my many aliens, but the Russian Olympic committee is a group of Russian athletes that were allowed to compete in Tokyo, but they're under strict guidelines. They have to take constant urine tests. They have to obey every rule that's put before them for them to just compete there on top of all the COVID rules, which is cool because these guys straight up, got in trouble for doping and they're still allowed to do gymnastics. I don't even know who it was. I don't even know it was gymnastics or something else, but that's what the Russian Olympic committee is. So it's not Russia winning a medal. It's the Russian Olympic committee winning medals. If they do, they're winning the gymnastics overall right now. But I mean, it's just insane that you can get caught for cheating like the Houston Astros did and have very little, um, blowback or very little punishment like the Houston Astros did and you're sitting here and still sending people Olympics winning medals and it's the Russia Olympic Committee you know where those athletes are from it's not like the the Olympic Committee from the Eastern Europe or whatever it's like no they're from Russia 
like <laughs> there's no there's no confusion as to where they come from slow slow start for the uh united states and the olympics extremely slow but you know what? The Milwaukee Bucks were down 2-0 to the Brooklyn Nets. They were down 2-0 to the Phoenix Suns. And they won both of those series. Beating Phoenix four games straight in six. The Olympics are two days old. We have time. Remember what Aaron Rodgers said when he lost a couple games and Packers fans started losing their minds? R-E-L-A-X. Relax. USA is going to be fine. We will still get most medals, we will still get most gold medals, we will be fine. We're two days into it. I still think the USA basketball is going to win, but um, it's just off to a slow start. We still got Katie Ledecky that's going to go win three, four gold medals. We still have Simone Biles that's going to go win three, four gold medals. We are fine. All right. We're fine. Let's talk NFL. Teams are reporting to training camp. Steelers have reported to training camp. What's crazy to me is how they're separating vaccinated and unvaccinated players. So the Steelers and the Buccaneers, I believe, are wearing yellow wristbands for unvaccinated players or players that haven't had their vaccine for at least 14 days, right? Because it takes 14 days to circulate throughout your body. This is kind of like, I'm not going to go this far and say like it's Hitler separating the, the Jews and the ghettos and in Nazi Germany, but this is like separating people and you talk about HIPAA and you talk about medical records and everything like that. You put a yellow bracelet on someone that's not vaccinated. Like they instantly know they're not, they're not vaccinated that, you know, their medical history. Like what's the point of trying to say you care about players privacy and everything like that. If you're going to go and slap a yellow wristband on every player that's not vaccinated. I mean, I understand that they don't have to wear masks. They don't have to do all this, but the NFL is getting like real tyrant stuff like this. And before you think I'm taking a, a political stance or anything like that, I'm vaccinated. So, I mean, just this is America. Give people the freedom of choice, you know, give them the freedom to decide if they want to get vaccinated or not. If they don't want to because the FDA hasn't um, hasn't approved it yet or they don't want to because, I mean, they don't trust the government, whatever it is, man, just let them let them be. Make them wear masks and force their mask policy. Do all this stuff. Make them eat lunch separate. I don't care. But to sit there and, and separate them with a yellow wristband, making sure that everyone knows that they're not vaccinated so they stay away from them or wear their mask around them. Like, it's so stupid. I don't know. I'm off my soapbox. I just thought it was dumb. And Tom Brady came out and was throwing a ball into a jugs machine from 10 yards away. This video was just total bullshit. Throwing it at the jugs machine, it throws it back to him. Throw it at the jugs machine, it throws it back to him. Backs up another 10 yards, throws it back. It's a very small hole he's throwing into. That video was doctored somehow. I don't know how. Not a video editor, but there's no way. Last thing I want to talk about for NFL football. How much is too much when it comes to Super Bowl rings? The Bucks had their Super Bowl ring reveal, Super Bowl ring party, whatever it was. The Bucks got their Super Bowl rings, and they are massive. They're huge. I couldn't find online how much they were actually worth, but I mean, these things have to be, I'd say, seven hundred fifty k to million dollars per ring. 
Like these rings are enormous. There's 319 diamonds on them, signifying the um, 300 and, or 31 to 9 score. 319 diamonds on this ring. I mean, it the top screws off. You can see the stadium inside. There's all kinds of personalization. Um, I mean, it's it's an insane piece of jewelry. And how how much is too much? You know, you won the Super Bowl. You're celebrating. That's all good and dandy, but I mean, that's that's excessive. They're huge too. Sitting on these guys' fingers, like how how much longer until a ring turns into the Infinity Gauntlet that Thanos wears in the Avengers? Like in 2045 or 2145 when the Detroit Lions win their first Super Bowl, they're going to sit there with a whole glove of just diamonds sitting on their hands for the one Super Bowl they'll ever win in human history. I don't know. Just a thought. Comment on this. Let me know. How much is how much is too much when it comes to, to a ring? Because these rings are, I mean, they're insane. Brady's got seven of them now. I mean, the guy wears $10 million worth of rings on his fingers when he goes to the ring party, seven rings, man. That's insane. All right, let's get into a little college football because college football along with NFL football is right around the corner. Texas and Oklahoma have put in a bid to join the SEC. Now, Texas A&M and Missouri just joined the SEC from the Big 12 a few years ago, probably right before Johnny Manziel got to Texas A&M. Texas and Oklahoma want to be in the SEC. At this point, what's the point of even having college football conferences, you know? What's the point of having different conferences play if you're just going to put all the best teams from one conference into stupid SEC? I mean, why not throw USC and Ohio State, Penn State, Oregon? Why not throw all of them into, into the same conferences? Alabama, LSU, Florida. Just put them all in the same conference. Make the, make the Super League that... Um, soccer was trying to do by just putting all the good teams into one one little league and they duke it out every year and whoever wins the league wins the national championship like what's the what's the point of even having conferences why be separated geographically when you can just make the college football playoff a conference play every year it's insane i mean the big 12 will be nothing without texas and oklahoma who do you have left Iowa State was good this year. You have Iowa State, Kansas. They haven't won a Big 12 game in like 30 years. Oklahoma State's all right. I mean, you have no one. It's insane. It's literally insane. Whatever. Get lost. Texas almost suck anyway. I hope they go to the SEC so they can get freaking trampled. Texas of all teams, like, Texas, really? Texas, I don't even know if they finished ranked last year. Why would you want Texas to go in and try and be in the SEC? That's just idiotic. Try to get better recruits? I mean, you're already in Texas. Texas, California, and Florida all have the top three, I think, best recruits in, in the country. What do you need to be in the SEC for? People still go to Texas because it's Texas. And it's got tradition. It's like USC. People go to USC because it's USC. People go to Ohio State because it's Ohio State. I mean... Schools of tradition, Notre Dame, I mean, Michigan. People still go to Michigan. Michigan sucks. Also, um, UCLA quarterback came out with a new uniform drop, and he definitely peed his pants. 
Dorian Thompson Robinson. If you go follow him, well, I don't even follow him on Instagram. Just go look on his Instagram. Let me get his exact Instagram name. I'm gonna I'm gonna set this guy up on a T for you. Dorian Thompson Robinson. Dorian D O R I A N, one four underscore. He posted pictures of UCL uniform, gold pants, crotch visibly soaking wet. <laughs> Just peed his pants. That's what UCLA gets. Fucking sucks. I don't hate UCLA as much as I hate Iowa. Actually, I take that back. I hate UCLA more than Iowa. All right. A little baseball talk. Cleveland Guardians, huh? That's the best you could come up with. The Cleveland Guardians. What are they guarding? Are they guarding the city of Cleveland from Lake Erie? Like, what, are you, what, are you, what are you guarding? The Cleveland Guardians. That's the dumbest name ever. I feel like they just wanted to keep the, the I-A-N-S at the end. Go from Indians to Guardians. Their logo is terrible, too. I mean, I don't know what else it would have been for Cleveland. They should have just gone to the old school way of naming the football and baseball team the same thing. Switch up their color scheme, just be the Cleveland Browns. And there you go. You've got Cleveland Browns football and Cleveland Browns um, baseball. Do it like the city of Pittsburgh where all three teams are the same colors. So you can just wear the same colors to every single game. Just mash all this stuff up, dude. The funny thing is they beat Washington football team to a new name. Washington football team was actually decent last year and actually went to the playoffs. But, I mean, it's the middle of the season. Do they just change it now? Do they go by the Guardians the rest of the year? Do they finish out the the year as the Indians? I mean, I don't think they're going to make the playoffs, but what do uh, what do you do? What do you do here? I don't know. I hate the name. I hate the logo, but it's not my team, so I don't really care. It's just funny to laugh at. One more quick thing before I get to my list. I've got two lists for you guys tonight. I told you, pack show, Olympic show. Giannis Antetokounmpo came out. He didn't come out, but it came out that he, the Chick-fil-A video he did where he got 50-piece chicken minis, not 49, not 51, 150K people were watching that live. And it got millions and millions of views after people put it on Twitter, put it on Instagram, put it on TikTok, everything like that. He asked for a free Chick-fil-A after that for life because it came out that he the video he did generated 300K worth of brand value. How insane is that? He made Chick-fil-A's corporation $300,000 more valuable for a little 10-second, 15-second Instagram live video of him ordering a 50-piece chicken mini at Chick-fil-A with a large lemonade with Sprite, no ice. This is what college football players were trying to get all along at least getting money for their social media following, at least getting money for, I mean, I talked about it before in the breakdowns, Trevor Lawrence could have made over $2 million last year just based on his social media following. Um, Because that stuff has value. Instagram models make money like that. People that are in social media, TikToks, um, I mean, people get money for stuff like that. People with YouTube pages get money for stuff like that. That's what these athletes want all the time. If an athlete, say like a Justin Fields or a, a Trevor Lawrence can go and post that they're eating... It, DJ Uyunglele right now is doing it where he's eating at Bojangles. He's a super sponsor for Bojangles, so um, it's a chicken joint in the south. 
but he's this super sponsor and he's getting money for putting his name and associating himself with the chicken company. That's what these athletes wanted all along. Just to be able to make money off their name, image, and likeness. Here we are. It's a beautiful thing. Giannis, I hope you get chief free Chick-fil-A for life. You're the best man to walk this planet ever. Alright. What else do we got? Two lists. Two lists for all time's sake. Two Olympic lists. I just want to do it because I it's the beginning of the Olympics. Let's do something special. I've never done two lists before. Let's go. First one. Top five Olympians to watch. Alright. Number five, Devin Booker. Now, I'm not talking regular watch like we want to watch him play. I'm talking put this dude on suicide watch because he had to take a 15-hour flight from the United States to Tokyo with Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday, who just kicked his ass in the NBA Finals. <laughs> Literally had to jump on a plane. I think it was a private flight, so it was really small. Devin Booker, Chris Middleton, Drew Holiday going to Tokyo to play for Team USA. Keep Devin Booker on suicide watch because that shit is hilarious. Number four, Shelly Ann Fraser Price, the fastest woman in the world. Now, I love watching the track and field events because that's the 100, the 200, all tell you the fastest people in the world. Shelly Ann Fraser Price is a beast. All right. Look out for her when the women's track and field stuff starts. Kevin Durant. Now, I wrote this down the other day because. Kevin Durant was kind of like the lone superstar. Maybe Dame Lillard, the the lone megastar for Team USA. He should be their clear-cut leader. Now, Team USA basketball was supposed to be like Alabama playing a San Jose State University or some just off Division II team. Kevin Durant was supposed to beat the shit out of these guys, and they lost to France today. Now, give him credit. France is kind of good. They had Rudy Gobert. I don't know who else they had. They used to have Tony Parker all the time, but... Watch out for Kevin Durant. I think he's coming on the revenge tour. I think he's going to play great. I don't see this loss to France as any reason to panic. Kevin Durant will be fine. Watch this guy for sure. Katie Ledecky, number two. Katie Ledecky is a dominant swimmer. Won silver today in an event that she should have won. Lost to a 20-year-old Australian. But we had a slow start like I was talking about. But it's all about how you finish. Katie Ledecky is the most dominant female swimmer, I gotta say, of all time, right? Katie Ledecky will be fine. Six feet tall, Stanford swimmer, Katie Ledecky will recover. Even though she disappointed one silver today, it's still a medal. It's still good. She still will win at least three more gold medals. Maybe four. Number one, obviously the best person to watch, the GOAT, the hype, everything is around her right now, Simone Biles. Simone Biles had not a great performance today in the qualifying round for all-around events. So that means they did all five, four, five of the, the events in gymnastics. They did the, the floor routine, the balance beam, the parallel bars, and the vault. I think it's it. I think I got all four. And she didn't look that great in a lot of them. Like I said, she bounced off the off the mat on the floor routine. Um, she didn't score super well in the balance beam, I think. And she still has the most overall points over everyone in the Olympics and gymnastics. So look out for Simone Biles. She's the GOAT. Even on her off day, she will win. So watch out for her. All right. 
So top five Olympians to watch. Now I want to get into a more fun one. The Olympics are riddled with just why are they here events? Like seriously, you put this in the Olympics, you you think this person's an athlete. Um, I mean, let's just get into it. I'm going to talk about it, so let's just get into it. Top five sports that shouldn't be in the Olympics. Number five, table tennis. Table tennis is just like a stupid sport in general. It's like a, a dorm room thing you play in the locker room of a baseball stadium with Clayton Kershaw just dominating. <clears throat> Ping pong is not a... And they call it table tennis. Ping pong is not an Olympic sport. Get rid of it. Like, come on. We're calling these people athletes. Like, it's stupid. That takes me on my next one. Number number four, equestrian. You're calling someone that rides a horse an, equ- an equestrian person. I don't even know what they're called. It's so stupid. You calling them an Olympic athlete? One of the best athletes in the world? The horse is doing all the work. What makes you think the person riding the horse is doing freaking anything? Besides training the horse. We have a major sport for horse horses already, and it's called horse racing. And it's life or death situation, because that horse breaks its leg, they will shoot it on the track. In the Olympics, they're just sitting there with their tails braided and jumping over little fences. So stupid. Horses are beautiful animals. Don't take advantage of them and say you're an Olympic athlete because you rode a horse in the Olympics. Liar. <laughs> skateboarding number three i don't know man i just think when you have something that is already great why do you need to push it this far you have the x games that glorify skateboarding surfing bmx you have all the all the stuff that comes together in the x games and you have that once a year why would you feel the need to just throw it in the olympics skateboarders are athletes they do work hard it is very tricky i obviously could not do that but i don't know it just doesn't feel like an olympic sport to me like not at all you have the x games why would you i mean everyone watches the x games like why would you want to just throw it in the olympics to give a participation trophy to a bunch of guys that can do sick kick flips or whatever you know not an olympic sport (laughs) Three by three basketball. Get rid of it immediately. Number two. This is just playing 21. Like, it's it's so dumb. I watched it for like three seconds the other day. Do not put three by three basketball in there. Regular basketball is great. You have all the stars of the world playing regular basketball. For all their countries. Which is really cool. I like it. Luca in Slovenia. Like I said, Rudy, Rudy Gobert in France. Um, if Greece would have made it, Giannis would have been playing for Greece. I mean, why do you need 3 by 3 basketball, which is essentially 21? You get a rebound, you have to kick it out to the three-point line, and then you shoot it. Like, come on, man. 3 by 3 basketball. This is a participation trophy. You had basketball. Basketball is a great sport. Why would you just ruin it? All right. My number one sport that should not be at the Olympics, baseball. Baseball is a great sport. Baseball is entertaining. Baseball is America's pastime. Baseball is a lot of great things, but when you have something, the Olympics are supposed to be the top of the top of everything, right? You think about in soccer, the World Cup is like the top of everything. You think about football, the Super Bowl is the top of everything. The NFL is the top of everything. In baseball, 
it's lame that you have it as an Olympic sport. And I know it wasn't for like 12 years or eight years or something like that. They took it out and they put it back in. Why would you make baseball an Olympic sport when no players from the MLB are going to go play in the Olympics? Zero players left the MLB. I don't even know if any of them left minor league baseball to go play. But you have Major League Baseball that is on top of the world. Literally, the World Series is the finals for baseball. You have baseballs on top of the world, and no one is going to leave the MLB to go play in the Olympics. If no one's going to go play, why don't you just take it out of the Olympics? I probably recognize zero people on USA's baseball team right now. I just think it's lame that you have Major League Baseball going on right now. And it's not like soccer where soccer, uh, you can leave your club to go play for your country and they call it country duties or something like that. I don't know. I don't know enough about soccer. But, I mean, people aren't going to leave the MLB to go play in the Olympics for a month. People will go play basketball for, for a month in the Olympics because it's not during basketball season. People will go do all these other things because it's not during their season. No baseball players ever left the majors to go play in the Olympics. Take it out. It's a great sport. It doesn't need to be there. You want to watch worldwide baseball? Watch Major League Baseball. You got dudes from the Dominican. You got Shohei Otani is the best Japanese player to ever come from Japan, I guess. You've got the Dominican guys. You've got Korean guys. You've got Mexican guys. You've got Canadian guys. You've got... European guys, you've got people from everywhere. Why do you need the Olympics when you can watch the Boston Red Sox and the New York Yankees play each other? And on top of all this, they have the World Baseball Classic. They realize that the Olympics suck in baseball because no one leaves. So they literally made an uh, an Olympic-style tournament where baseball players can go and play once every three years, four years. I don't even know. When's the next World Baseball Classic? I don't know. Answer me that. I'll look that up after. But you can literally go play in the World Baseball Classic. Why would you ever go to the Olympics? They had to make the World Baseball Classic for something you can compete in internationally because there was just nothing. No one was going to the Olympics. And this is just for baseball. I'm not even saying softball shouldn't be there. Softball should be there. Softball's cool. But no one will ever go play Olympic baseball during MLB season. All right. That's all I got. Like I said, it was overflowing show just jam-packed i got two lists for you college football nfl football olympics little baseball all right thanks for supporting my podcast guys i love doing this i mean it's really cool for me just thank you for for the support i've gotten for the views the listens the likes on instagram Um, make sure you follow me on instagram if you're not another dumb sports empire follow me on twitter um, Big Bad Behringer, Big Al's thoughts on TikTok. Just thanks, guys. Appreciate everything you guys are doing. All right, love always. Remember, Iowa sucks.